Los Nachos Amigos, and welcome to Record Breakers, the podcast where four guys share music with each other and share their thoughts on that music on a fairly regular basis. I'm Peter Ray of your man with no plan. Here with me is, of course, my team, my squad, my crew. We've got Brett. Uh, Aloha. We've got Drew. Hi. And we've got Patrick. Hello. Uh, we're here to talk about music. And uh, the provider of the music this week is me. I'm sharing an album with the guys. Uh, I'm kind of continuing a little bit of a theme I've been having with all my picks. Uh, it, it's very sim- uh, in, in similar way in some ways. Uh, we're talking about Mega Ran, uh, a.k.a. Raheem Jarbo, uh, a.k.a. Random. Uh, and his album RNDM, uh, it's, I would say, probably one of his most uh, complete albums uh, of recent times. Uh, it's kind of a culmination of a lot of what he is as a person. I think most characteristically expressed by kind of the the split album cover, kind of the more uh, the more realistic portrait on the one side and the like the eight bit style portrait on the other side, kind of a a little bit of all of his different personalities. But we'll talk about themes and elements in a moment. Uh, let's ask about expectations. Uh, Brett, what were your expectations coming into this album? I am familiar with Mega Ran um, and somewhat of, of his work. Um, uh, my general stance is that I dig it, but I guess not. I didn't dig it enough to dig into it without PD forcing me to. Well, not force me. He asked me to listen to this album <laughs> as he I will ask you. Yes. So, yes. Uh, Patrick. What is your what, what what are your what were your expectations? What I was almost going to ask your haiku. It's like here, give me your haiku now. <laughs> wow, just jumping right to the right to the good. Going backwards, like um, roll. Uh, I too am familiar with uh, Mr. Mega Ran. I, I I had the fortunate uh, I was fortunate enough to catch most of his one of his sets during South by, and also ran into him at the uh, Wrestle Circus show and had a nice little conversation with him because. Uh, He's a nice guy. I've met him on a couple of occasions when he's here, and he's one of those uh, folks when he's in Austin, if I get a chance to go see him, I will, because he's a nice person and someone who uh, I have a few things in common with, uh, and uh, I enjoy the music he makes. But I had I had listened to this album like maybe once or twice a while ago, but I hadn't listened to it in a while, so it was nice to like go back and really dig into it. Yeah. Uh, this is not the first time we talked about Mega Ran. Uh, them going, then going by random. We did talk about Forever Famicom with Roberto uh, guesting on the show. Roberto Villegas. Uh, not all of us did. Not all of us did. Uh, <laughs> particularly Drew. By I some, all about by some that. circumstances, the one and only uh, incomplete record breakers episode, uh, and for a reason because we just kid. I. I I don't like ha- not having any of you guys, uh, either, uh, not having you guys uh, completely here. But yeah, Drew, you finally get to talk about Mega Ran. What were your expectations coming into this album? I've never heard. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play that off like I've never heard this before, just because I wasn't here the last time. No, Mega Ran is uh, an artist I'm familiar with. I uh, one that like some of these before. I have said I'm very familiar with a lot of their songs. Um, the Wiley's Castle one is still one of my favorite Nerdcore songs, but um, I've never done a f- 
front to back listening of a Mega Ran album. I have I've heard the quote unquote hits, um, if you could call them that, from uh, a nerdcore guy like Mega Ran, but um, I haven't done a full back to front, so I was happy to get into the nitty gritty, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it, it Mega Ran, aka Random. Uh, I think both of those parts of him uh, play play a, uh, a factor into this album. Uh, is a very smart, talented rapper. Uh, like I said, like uh, he is an ex-teacher. Uh, he is a guy who loves hip hop and is a big nerd, a big love of a nerd. Uh, but that didn't get into being a nerdy rapper until a good way into his career until he started doing, uh, doing chip tunes into his hip hop, uh, you know, getting his chip tunes in his hip hop and his hip hop and his chip tunes, uh, two great tastes and taste great together. Great together. Yes. Yes, uh, and, and kind of wading into, uh, into the nerdcore genre. So as it goes, uh, one could, either say he is not completely nerdcore or could say that he is one of the prime examples of nerdcore being nerdcore being of nerdcore being more than what people think nerdcore is. Uh, so either kind of however you want to look at it, I'd probably more lean towards the latter way of looking at it, but, uh, he is, he wraps, dumb. Yeah. Uh, he, he raps from the perspective of somebody who's nerdy. He also raps about nerdy references. Uh, this album is more of who he is as a person, as an artist, as a rapper. Uh, it has several songs where like, he's just, it's just a look how it can spit songs, but he has several songs that are much more personal. Uh, it has a lot of chip hop. Uh, of of his chip hop elements in there, uh, with you know, but more complete into associating more of the variations of his like production work uh, and the people that he usually works with. Uh, ha- it goes into a lot of different themes and elements, and it's a it is a complete uh, hip hop record with a lot of nerdcore influences and beyond. And I think it's it's very personal. It's very very smart, very clever, and very fun. There's a lot of fun to be had on this album. Um, uh, let's go, Brett. What what would be the themes that must caught your attention on this on this record? Um. Well, first off, you know, as a person, um, he's generally well loved uh, by especially those who uh, personally know him, uh, and he has a genuine quality. Um, and, uh, so does his work. Um, uh, you know, it, it, that, that, that really says a lot from a genre where it is a lot of playing a, a character, um, like a, a larger than life kind of uh, figure with the microphone. Every, say, any, like any person a dark lord of some sort. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and th- this album has a lot of references to, it. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um so th- this album has 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 a couple of references to uh his personal thoughts on his legacy and coming to terms with the harsh brevity of life, um knowing that something he has created will continue after he's gone. Then that is a theme and an element. Um 
Uh, he said on a YouTube video I watched, not earlier today, that his main concept for this album is less is more. Uh, I I really didn't notice that there was less or more. Um, it, it it's not exactly the tightest album you'll ever listen to. Um, there there are some 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 rough edges, uh, some some timing issues. Nothing that's a deal breaker. This is a a, a an album that was not produced by a million people in a a, a cave somewhere. Um, so you know you don't expect that out of out of what you've got, but that is something that should be brought up. Um, it's it's a generally well made. You, you can tell the hours have been put into this album to make it what it is, and uh, there there is a lot of effort. You see a lot of good hustle out there um, yeah. on this album. Good intangibles. I was God damn it! I was gonna say intangible. Mark Beatty. Sorry, yeah, it's a Skype lag. We'll get you. Uh, I'm taking my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that moment uh, will never happen again. You've yes. lost it. Yes. Uh, Patrick, what were the themes elements that caught your attention? Uh, I think you mentioned it up at the top. This album's deeply personal for the most part, and uh, and 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 you know, vulnerable and honest in a way most hip hop doesn't do. Uh, you know, this in the in the big wide world of nerdcore and nerdcore adjacent hip hop. This is very much, uh, I, I would strike similarities to a recently spoken about album by Samus where you are Mega Ran, the, the human, uh, the human being, you know, Raheem is very much talking about his life, his experiences, his thoughts in a very personal way. And sometimes talking about stuff that like ain't easy, like rap as a rap historically can be a lot of bluster and machismo. And and like you said, playing characters, you know, very much uh, like, you know, the aforementioned Dark Lord or even like MC Chris, who we talked about on this show. MC Chris plays a character when he raps. It's ridiculous and over the top and fun. U.S. This pipe is, Gerstman. Yes, U.S. pipe Gerstman. Uh, like it, it's and that's fine. But like there's also this side that's like when people talk about rap being poetry, this is what they mean. They mean like this really personal, you know, talking about real life shit. And um, this album, 98% of it is very much in that talking about, you know, real stuff. And uh, I appreciated that. Musically, you get both relatively traditional hip hop beats, but also like, you know, some Game Boy sounds and, and other other sort of chip tuney things. It's the right blend of it. I'm I'm not, I, I've said it before. I'm not a fan of pure Game Boy as a musical instrument, as the only musical instrument. I like it as a as one instrument amongst many, cause it just has a really limited, you know, dynamic range and, you know, range of frequencies it can reproduce. So it works well here very much as just one instrument in the, in the group and the sound that's being created. Uh, yeah. Chip hop as it were, uh, which I still like as a term, uh, drew, what would be the themes elements that caught your attention? Well, these guys that are, there's there's a lot of rap out there that is bolstered and put out and sort of is the thing of I'm larger than life. I have tons of this. I have tons of that. I'm going to throw money around and um, sip maybe substances that we're not meant for copious human consumption um, and things of that nature. Um, yes, no matter what. I believe that um, 
what is best in hip hop is when there's a lot of truth and a lot of um, filtering the world through a personal lens and getting personal with it. The the rappers I tend to gravitate towards, um, whether it be nerdcore or just regular rap music, your Childish Gambinos, your Chances, stuff like that, are people who filter the world through themselves and you get who they are through it. It's poetry, right? And as somebody who has dabbled in poetry himself, I appreciate that angle on things. Um, Hey, guess what? The guy's a nerd. Um, and a lot of it filters through that. So some of the nerd core comes through here, um, in a lot of different ways. Um, not only in subject matter, but I mean, like I mentioned this, like the only thing I mentioned this in the show, but I mentioned it pre-show, but there's, some deep cuts, uh, if you're willing to look for them. Um, I actually talked to one of the guys that made one of the beats on this album and confirmed my suspicion about one of the samples, which I will bring up later. Um, it's crazy. Um, the songs a lot of times are very inspirational. Um, to me personally, it's a lot of like, like, look, like I'm this way and I'm okay with that. And I got here and I'm going to work on it. And like, I'm still making myself better and you can do that too. Like that sort of like, yeah, like this is cool sort of stuff. But there's also some like real commentary about certain things. Even if there's a song on here talking about not wanting to comment on certain things, um, which is weird. Um, also I, when I break down songs, I'm going to go into this a lot too, but the features in this, if you're going to have a lot of features on a record, you better use your features. Well, um, you better be able to push them to a degree, but they cannot take away from you. They cannot show you up. There have been people who have featured other uh, rappers before on their album. And I feel like sometimes the feature shows up the main artist, but I don't think it ever happened here personally. Um, this is a guy that is really knowing what he's doing and is really comfortable at this point, I feel like, of where he's going. There were other albums that maybe I feel like maybe weren't as comfortable. He leaned on a couple of crutches, like the I'm going to rap about specific characters in Mega Man, because that's the beats I'm using. But as much as I love those records, it's maybe something that like now he's like, okay, now I can really push out and I can have both sides. I can have the mega rant side. I can have the random side and my fans will understand that and I can be okay with that. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. And, and you get into the, yeah, those songs where, uh, <clears throat> where, where he explores that. Uh, and yeah, we take, we get into like some of the key tracks, um we kind of jump around a little bit uh but yeah meeting of those two sides okay it, exactly the song called the meeting uh <laughs> where he basically he uh takes a call or takes a takes a message from his older self in a sense uh confronting his current self uh with the fact that uh he's changed he's changed as a rapper he's changed as a human being he changed as an artist and his old self is disappointed with his new self. And then he quickly rebuts with all the reasons why he did change and what, what he's done for the better for himself and how nowadays he may not comment directly. You know, he may not be uh, as always socially conscious, but he at least offers a, a kind of an escape and things like that. 
uh which is nice as far as the lyrical content plus it's a it's a the it's very confrontational song in, in that he confronts himself which is cool um there's also songs like uh brett had mentioned infinite lives uh which like brett mentioned about somebody's legacy about you know having you having yourself having your existence live forever through the things you put out there not just the creep not just the mere music but uh how you inspire other people how you how your the messages you bring out there the the what you teach as a human being and how you affect other people can live on forever uh in that sense even after you die uh which is cool um rushmore which is a very specific tribute to three uh rappers at three nerdcore uh pillars at least according to uh according to ran uh three people that made nerdcore what it is today and who deserve to be on the rushmore of nerdcore uh and if you don't know it's mc front a lot mc chris and mc lars that respectively as far as verse one two and three uh which is really cool it's a nice little shout out also like that if you know i also like the fact that if you think about it mount rushmore has four heads on it you talk about three other rappers mm-hmm. which i like that uh-huh. i see what you did there random uh and there's other cool songs like even more personal songs like uh a poet which again we're talking about poetry explores the idea of being a like d- such a deeply personal and kind of emotional song and a poet and even fun like he does get into his fun uh hits regular hip-hop and a couple of di- different style of different songs including op uh which is just a this is i'm i am good at rap song and uh and he pl- plays it uh he, he uses the he uses nerd nerdy imagery nerdy uh terminology to to brag about being a good rapper and it's fun and it's him and story villain uh uh richie branson i believe uh and it's just a really fun sing-alongable song uh in the hook um brett what would be some of the key tracks for you well um your favorite song um it's a it's a uh it's a good uh track um for this genre uh it it, it's a rarity to have an aspirational song it's normally it normally comes from the you know i I already did that and let me tell you about it uh let me tell you exactly what my side mirrors do um and uh you know that in my playthroughs that stuck out somewhat Uh, the meeting um is uh i is it it speaks personally um to the it's a it's a good chill the fuck out i'm just a dude who makes music um uh, it's very humanizing um humanizing the guy behind the microphone another thing that's sort of a rarity in this even in this subgenre of a subgenre um i dug it um revisions uh you know the 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 spotlight of the struggles of the educator uh, from a personal experience. Uh, it was a uh, a heavy theme, but it was very well crafted. Um, and uh, then some shit happens. Like uh, I really wasn't expecting miscommunication. Um, you know, it's it's so unlike the rest of the album. Um, it, it was a nice groovy tune. Uh, it sort of perks up the back half of the album, um, which which does get a little perky. Um, I enjoyed that very much. Um, there are a lot of good tracks that I could have uh, could have picked out. 
Um, but those were uh, the ones. He, uh, it's just, just it's in a book. <laughs> uh, Patrick, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Uh, I'm actually going to talk about the intro, same as it ever was, because it is it's really personal, and it gives you a little insight into who Mega Ran is, and it does that really well. And I just feel like it it very much in the way I think we all kind of like an opening track. It kind of lets you know what you're what you're going to get. Um, uh, when I talked about how much I like how kind of really personal things are, uh, the meeting kind of kind of grabbed me there. It's and musically, I thought the like the actual like production was fun. Um, it, it, this was, you know, personal and honest uh, revisions because I'm going to have to talk about that because. Uh, spoiler alert in a previous life I, I was trained to be a teacher and I did a little teaching and uh, yeah this is why I'm not in education uh, and and a lot of it, it really someone just talking about like the best intentions but like it's a hot mess and there's only so much you can do and, and it, it drains the life out of you because um, all you want to do is like make the world a better place and it's really hard to do and then uh because it is one of the like I am I am a very negative person. I am uh, I am like overwhelmingly negative. I'm gonna talk about the most positive goddamn song ever, Infinite Lives. Um this the last time I saw him was his closer live, and it has a sing-along chorus and it makes you happy, but it also is like like you're a little bit like dealing with like trying to to deal with your own mortality and using that to try to push you to try to make something that's that's worth a damn in this world and it's it's also just a really fun song um in terms of like the actual music of it a, a good sing-along chorus done right uh works for me and you know being being with a group of people singing this along live uh just sticks it in my head kind of in the best way Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew, what would be some of the key tracks for you? This is a very rare time where I'm going to skip the opening track. Um, I liked it, but Infinite Lives is infinitely more one of my favorite songs um, to come out recently. Um, possibly one of my more favorite rap songs ever. Not favorite song, sorry. Um, but... Um, something about it being super uplifting and super like go getter, uh, like look, like make the world better around you now. Like I'm trying to do that while I have the chance. Maybe you should too. sort of message out there is great. The feature, um, the D and D sluggers, um, great for the sing along chorus, as Patrick said. Um, and then, like I mentioned, um, Marcus Banks, I believe his name was. Um, was the guy who produced uh, this beat, and I think a couple of the other beats on this album. But um, this one in particular used the chip tune used in the background is a sped up version of the RoboCop Game Boy game, <laughs> which I found out because I was watching a random like Giant Bomb live stream or something. And it was it was being played in the background. I was like, wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. So like I literally researched like who made this beat and then like messaged him on Twitter. I was like, wait a second. You you did this. 
and it's your fault, right? And he like DM me. He was like, yeah, no, that a hundred percent was exactly what I sampled there. Well done. It's like, wow, weird, random, like super deep cut for that one. Um, Rushmore, I feel like has to be talked about, um, especially with this group because like the it's front lot. It's Chris. It's Lars. We said that like for sure. Um, I, I understand that there's only so many you can put on your Mount Rushmore. And I understand like the, the goal of wanting to be one of the guys there. I get it. And in my eyes, like mega ran is one of like the mainstays of Nerdcore, So like, it's not unheard of for me, but like, I, I would have liked to hear a whitey cracker or a verse about maybe Schaefer. Um, if we're going to mention certain dark Lords, um, did you want to get more of an STD in there? But, um, yes. Yes, I love me some some STD. Um, I love me two STDs, actually. Um, but we're not talking about saves today. We're talking about uh, Nerdcore. Um, the song is great. The Dr. Awkward hook is great. Like, it's just, again, the features used really well. Um, and if we want to talk about features something about this record that keeps reminding me like every time I hear open mic Eagle on a track, it reminds me like I need to dig into that guy more cause he's really good. Like something about this song and the way that open mic Eagles verse plays off a of mega Rand's verse reminds me of the same way that you had like a big more staccato voice and like a big boy. And then like the Andre smooth verse in outcast and that play off of the two types of ideas in rap is why, like, Outkast needs to come back fully and stop toying with it. Like, it just... <sighs> but besides that, I think the song is great. I think it really, really works. Um, I mean, I could, I could go on about how great Poet is as a poet or how great OP was as the semi-bravado but yet it's still mega ran. So you can't be like super bravado about it sort of thing. But that would be me doing the me thing of, I'm going to talk about like half this record. Cause <laughs> I'm indecisive and dumb. Like that's, there's <laughs> just so much good music. And you know, sometimes there's just so many good songs. It's hard to pick. It's been crippled by choice. Uh, but yeah, let's bring it back around the horn to talk about some conclusions. Uh, Brett, what would be your conclusions on this album? I bet that there are a lot of people out there that are going to think that this is a really great album. And I'm sure for you it is. Um, I, I can tell there's a whole lot of work that went into this album. Um, you know, if you're already inclined towards this subgenre in like any form, um, you should give this album a try. Uh, as someone who is a, you know, nerdcore adjacent curious, um, you know, my life wasn't rocked, but I, but I'm in, I enjoyed uh, my time with the album, and uh, I'll probably dig a little deeper. Um, like that di- that guy comes around. He 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 travels. If you need to find him, he he's available somewhere. Um, so I might actually reach out and uh, go see him one of these days. He'll probably but, be uh, with MC Lars. <laughs> probably. Um, but yeah, go give it a listen. Um, play Record Breakers the home game. You should have probably already done it by now. But uh, you you probably enjoy it. I don't see anybody being like, this is trash. I can't deal with this. Yeah, it'll make you happy. Uh, Patrick. 
Well, what will be your conclusions on this album? I'm really happy I listened to this this week. Uh, it was a good one. Um, I, I like I, I what Brett said. If you get a chance to go see Mega Ran, if he uh, comes through your local uh, your local uh, venue, go see him and go talk to him because he's a cool guy and he'll have conversations with you. And if you're a wrestling nerd, he will talk to you about wrestling. He also sings. Ra- he also raps about wrestling occasionally, which you can find on the internet. Uh, he has two wrestling albums. He has two editions yes. of Matt Mania. Yes, he just released the he second is, one. Yeah, good album. I need to listen to it. But uh, just this is one of those reminders that, like, I do like hip hop. I just like really, I think my my happy place is really personal stuff where, like, you know, you you get to know the the person doing it rather than the character they they portray. Uh, and this is uh, this is really good, and uh, you should go listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Drew, what would be your conclusions on this album? Um, you know that person that Brett talked about for this album? Hi. Um, I'm that guy. This album is probably, um, one of my favorite examples in the nerdcore slash nerdcore adjacent, as we're so fond of saying on this podcast, uh, albums, because of the sort of as I said before, him getting into like both sides, it's the mega ran side and the random quote unquote side, both coming together on one album. Right. And like, I like that when you can show a lot of different sides of yourself, I really, really like that. And I think it's done really well here. Um, and the, the tracks to me, yeah, as far as track to track as a whole picture, sometimes it gets off into the weeds a little bit as far as tone goes. Um, but I think like you can pull any of these tracks out and they're really well thought out and really well made um, and really well done. It's something that if I would like to get the opportunity at some time to see uh, something like this live, I was real close to seeing as the nerdcore adjacent in um there was a Watsky tour that came through my area that I almost went to, but I think I was playing a show that night or something. I don't remember. Shows you how long ago that was, I guess. Um, but this album I think is really dang worth it. I think that I, I was really sad that I didn't get to talk about forever Famicom before, um, with, uh, Roberto, but it, this is real. It's it's good. It's good stuff. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a dork, anyways. So it's it's something that you should definitely look into. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're willing to to head all over to Columbus, he's playing Shumatsu Con. <laughs> drive, Petey. Yeah. Bit of a drive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, this album is a, is a really, really beautiful, complete album. And I like it. You know, it's, it's a lot of songs. It's a lot of music, uh, but it's all well thought out and it's has a lot of great contributors, uh, both in the production work and, and the featurings. Uh, it is just a cool, fun, personal, honest album. Uh, by a man who is one of the the I think one of the new legends uh, currently of nerdcore, 
one of the the new stalwarts of nerdcore hip hop, and one of the guys that is really really a, a centerpiece for the whole community. Because I think at this point, because uh, of how much how much of a variety you know when you when you look at the fact that you go from Mega Ran to Samus to uh, Shape of the Dark Lord to MC Chris to Crayon Droids and to uh, to some of the different artists that are in the that uh, walk those uh, circles, uh, you almost kind of realize that nerdcore isn't so much a genre anymore as it is a community, and one of the big community centers of uh, one of the people that kind of holds them together and is a big person in that uh, making everyone feel welcome is Megaran because like if you're at a show he'll make you feel appreciated and welcome for being at the show whenever you talk to him uh and it's because he loves his music you know he loves the music and he's passionate and honest and earnest about this and this album reflects that uh I think that's basically it I think that's the basic best way to sum it up like this is an honest record this is an earnest record by somebody who loves what they do uh yeah, Mega Rand. Go see him if he's playing near you. Especially if, if you're in Europe right now, you're in luck because he's going. He's touring the UK. Him and Richie Branson uh, are touring the UK uh, in May, <laughs> uh, which is you know. So good luck to that. I'm looking at, I'm, I may be looking at Mega Rand's show page on his website. <laughs> uh, but yeah, keep track of there. Go see him live, especially if he brings uh, his uh, his band. Who brings up a uh, one up <laughs> and his instrumentalist? Uh, yeah, those are our thoughts on Mega Ran. Now we get to the main event of the evening. We get to the haiku reviews. Uh, let's sum it up all in poetic form. Uh, Brett, what is your haiku? Another strong show. The veteran provided what you'd expect. Or what you expected there. Yeah. I, I screwed up the last week's uh, haiku by, by one syllable. I will not do it two weeks in a row. You ran a, a syllable deficit and you were trying to, trying to get back in the, into the black by, by, yes, by being short. We hit peak syllable. syllable. So. Uh, Between two weeks, you've come up with the right amount. So we're... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, doing the math, we're all, you know, when we're shitting on other cultures, we want to do it correctly. Yes. Uh, Patrick, what is your haiku? Quality hip hop, deeply personal message. Listen, listen to this one. Uh, Drew, what is your haiku? Nerd rap royalty, killing it yet again here. Love every track. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, my haiku, Raheem's life story from random to mega ran personal yet fun. Uh, yeah, it is a fantastic record. You all should be listening to it uh, and listen to go check out more of Raheem's music. Go, go check out mega Ran's various albums. He's on Bandcamp, but go to ban- his Bandcamp. I may even just link his Bandcamp right right in the show page. So uh, look out for that. Uh, buy the records from him. Support him uh, and all the members of the Writers Guild. Uh, the they're they're fantastic people and they they deserve your support. Uh, 
fantastic fun stuff. Go check it out. But it's also on the Spotify playlist. You can play Record Breakers a home game. On that Spotify playlist will be next week's record, uh, which will be provided by Patrick. Patrick, what do you got for us next week? Uh, we're going to revisit a band uh, who now have a very different sound than they did the last time we listened to them. And that band is Mastodon and their new record, uh, Emperor of Sand. Sabertooth Tiger. Oh, wait. Tyrannosaurus. Tyrannosaurus. Uh, yes. I'm too old for that. World class uh, podcast. Yes, something fell. Uh, that's of course the, the that that is the next weekend. This is this week. You can of course find us all over the internet. Patrick is at the Swagger. Brett is at Hey Bird Bird H I B B I T Y B I B B R D. Drew is at Exclusive Rex. I'm at Pretty Rave. The show is at Four Record Breakers. That's the number Four Record Breakers. Record Breakers Podcast dot com. Record Breakers Podcast at Gmail dot com. Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on YouTube. On, on other places, iTunes, Stitcher, subscribe, like, share, do the things. Until next time, hasta los huevos. Watch them. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>